Welcome to the New Cult Podcast. Here the we New have Cult Podcast. Here we have me and my host. <clears throat> yeah. Right. Do, do you think that? What do you think? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, you got me, Dante from Toronto. I got you, I got him down. <laughs> no, no, I'm not down. I'm not down. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. No, I thought you were gonna add something. That's why I was waiting. My bad. Where are you? Where are you from, fam? Where I don't are you know. From? I'm from the outskirts of Toronto. I'm this in man's from... not from the inner city, as I confirmed today. Yeah, I'm not. I don't live on College Street or King Street. They call it King Street, but there are no kings on that street. <laughs> the real kings are the real kings are at Bay Street, where all the legal shit goes down. <laughs> That's where you catch me making them deals. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Welcome to the New Cult Podcast. Today we have a very interesting uh, episode, and the first thing we're going to talk about, obviously, is about the Nintendo Direct that just happened um, last week, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think October fifth is when the new Smash character is going to be announced. It's, it's I, I guess they they want to make it like a really big thing because it's going to be like the last one for Ultimate. Um, I can't wait for Twitter to fucking explode, but we will see. You know, the funny thing is, I don't have any idea, and I I have no expectations. Yeah, I mean, you you well for you, you don't you don't play Smash, right? So yeah, know, you're you're yeah, had in the races. Like, like, like I like Smash, but I don't play it actively. I haven't been up with it, right? It is it is interesting because like I remember I had a friend who got like I forget what character it was. I think it was um I forget what character it was. It might have been Steve. But I had a friend, I don't remember who it was, but I had a friend who got upset at one of the Smash characters. And everyone was like, You don't even play Smash. Why are you upset? Right? I don't I'm know. I'm never upset. I was slightly miffed at Steve, but I'm like, I don't play the game. I can't get too mad. Yeah, well, like for for me personally, I, I couldn't I couldn't get upset at something I don't have any personal involvement with if it's as like insignificant as like a game, right? It's like it's kind of like when someone comes to me and complains about um, a game they're playing and how shitty the devs are, and I'm and I'm supposed to be like, man, I feel you, but like I don't play this game, so I can't I can't relate. I don't know this feel, fam. I don't know this feel. Um, but uh, yeah, the the lineup. I would say the event was really good. I would say if I had to like pick between the Sony one and the Nintendo Direct, I'd definitely say Nintendo Direct wasn't as good. I know some people were very polarized around the PlayStation one, but I think the PlayStation one was really good too. I mean. I, I I mean they released the difference between the PlayStation one and the Nintendo Direct is that I feel like Nintendo Direct released one game we we were waiting for versus the PlayStation Direct where they released a bunch of stuff that we didn't expect to see. They showed, you know, obviously God of War and Spider-Man were the biggest things. Um because those are like really, really into the whole like Sony network, 
Um, and then there was also the Wolverine. And then with the recent direct, we got uh, Splatoon 2. But we already knew Splatoon... No, Splatoon 3. We already knew Splatoon 3 was going... Was, was coming. Um, so... Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. Like, well, how do you? How did you feel about the Nintendo Direct? Uh I thought it was nifty. I thought it was nice. I wasn't um, true, true blown away. Fuck, I wasn't too blown away. If you know what I mean. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting, right? Um, Jesus Christ. It was nice, you know, like the N64 games and the Genesis games was a pleasant surprise. I never expected Nintendo to fucking step up and put those things there. But it's still not as good as like the virtual console for like the Wii, simply put, right? <laughs> Although having it being a subservice was a good idea, I think. Yeah. Instead of you individually buying everything. Yeah, the, the, I guess that's one thing that people are wondering about because, yeah, they're adding um, N64 and Sega Saturn, but... It's going to be an increase, right? It's going to be like, hey, we have Nintendo Online, then we have Nintendo Online Plus, right? And it's weird because we don't know how much more it's going to be, right? And not only do we not know how much more it's going to be, Nintendo Nintendo Online is already really cheap. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I feel like before Nintendo came out, or, or before the Switch came out and people heard about Nintendo Online, we thought it was going to be... When we saw the prices... We thought it was going to be a really, really fucking good deal because we thought that Nintendo was going to come out with the same quality as PlayStation and Xbox did, right? Like, I don't know if people realize this, but like when Xbox Live first came out on Xbox 360, um, or I, I, was there Xbox Live on the original Xbox? Uh, yeah, there was, but you didn't have to pay for it, actually. Okay, okay. But yeah, when Xbox Live was on the original Xbox 360 and you had to pay for it, you could see the evolution of the Xbox overall versus the PlayStation. The PlayStation was kind of the same. And like what the Xbox had, it had party. They It was just so much more accessible. It was just a much better community. And because there was that paywall, you generally had just a little bit better in terms of online. And not only online, you also had a little bit better in terms of competitiveness because you would be playing against less kids who couldn't afford to, you know, play online. It's not to say kids didn't weren't online, right? There's an infinite Xbox Live lobby, but you definitely played against a lot more adults than you would on PS3, and it just became like the home for a competitive environment, right? And uh-huh. people, it was so bad that people were even asking Sony to fucking charge them so they can make their online better because the PS Vita had better online than a PS3, which is really sad considering this is a handheld. And they finally kind of came suit with the PS4. They added party chat. They added this. They added that. Um, and when people saw that Nintendo was, people thought, okay, finally, Nintendo's going to add, you know, be able to join, like, a party with friends, voice chat, no more friend codes. And we you know, back had then these. You could, um, back then, things were so advanced, you could use racial slurs in real time. <laughs> Well, you, the thing is, like, that just generally, like, that doesn't even really happen anymore because, like, people, even back then, people would just join their own party chat and then you wouldn't even hear anyone else in the. No, game. but no, that was, just the, that was just the bad joke. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, and the thing is, like, Nintendo even promised us before the Switch came out there wouldn't be any more friends code and then 
and they made us like register our names and then they didn't do that and we had to register and we still have these friend codes so Nintendo Online before looked like it was going to be worth the money it was going to be like really really like undervalued like it was going to be like the price was insane we were going to get all this stuff and then it ended up just being oh you could just play online and obviously you got some bonuses like for example there are some games that are free that you can play online things like um uh Tetris 99 or anytime they have like any like limited online game that they do a few times obviously there's the whole um not virtual console but you know but yeah it, it just made it feel like okay the money you pay is not necessarily worth it it's just the same it's just the same mm-hmm. it's, it's what you would expect for that price right um so yeah uh the new nintendo online where you're getting n64 cool i i'm waiting for gamecube but um, i mean everyone's waiting for gamecube but my me and my friend were thinking there's nothing i was discussing this with it's probably not gonna happen maybe what the gamecube they might just release the my I don't think they're going to do a virtual cons for the GameCube, or they're going to like start selling these games in packages more than anything individually. Well, the thing, the thing with the GameCube era, right, is that the GameCube time is just around the time where they could realistically just polish a game enough where they could re-release their classics and games that are in, you know, obscurity they can kind of just go lost in time. Um, There's a lot of GameCube games that are lost in time. Yeah, no. The, I mean, the thing with the GameCube is it wasn't, like, a super successful console. Obviously, it was still better than, like, the the Wii U. And it seems like Nintendo has this, like, you know... Nintendo has this kind of, like, thing where it's, like, good console, bad console, good console, bad console, right? Um Right with that logic, the next console after the Wii, the Switch should be bad. But um, yeah, no, the GameCube. We we have like the only GameCube game we have right now is Super Mario Sunshine, right? That's <laughs> that's the only thing, really. I think I think because like even now we don't have a N sixty four classic, right? People are asking for that. And they just seem to stop doing the classic series. So there's so many games they could just straight up port and get easy money off of, or just like just slap together in a package. Like recently, like the Castlevania game Game Boy thing, right? Mm. Made sense. Like the the Game Boy trilogy, solid games. You don't need to do much. Just put them in a package and just ship them. Yeah, no, but that's it, the thing is with that is like that's not that's not really anything new. Like every every company does that, and, and sometimes it is on the manufacturer, right? Like, I just don't like how long it took them to get to what they had on the old. Even on the Wii U, they had a good selection for virtual consoles. They even had GameCube games, right? Uh, per, yeah. per, per, like just straight out of the box, just like that. Yeah, no, but what I was trying to say is like the thing is, it's like. You also have to look at, like, how Nintendo does stuff, right? Because, like, there are some things that aren't really on Nintendo's hands, right? Like, there are GameCube games that I'm sure if a company wanted to release them, they can release them, right? 
Mm-hmm. Right? Like Capcom. Capcom releases their old stuff all the time. Look at how many times they've re released Mega Man. They've even re released, like, fucking Bionic no, you forget, Arm. You're forgetting, you're forgetting the classic Resident Evil 4. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm cheesed about Resident Evil 4. They're still using the shitty game uh, PS2 port as, like, the base, even though the GameCube version is still the best running version to date. Yeah, no, but that's what I mean. It's like they will the original version too, might I add. Yeah, no, but like what I mean is like it's a lot of times it's it's on the console, right? It's on the console. It, it it's yeah, not the console. Yeah. It's on the company, right? Um, the only thing Nintendo, I would say, is liable to really re-release are Nintendo games. Yeah, but... in-house party game. I mean, no, not party game. In-house in in-house Nintendo games, right? And that's the thing is like even if you look at the GameCube, look at like if you can look as far as the fucking like Nintendo DS. There are Nintendo DS games that straight up came from the N sixty four, right? It's like oh yeah, I can run that. We can put it on, right? Actually, I was gonna say like they could put all the Fire Emblems so easily on the the, the fucking thing. Yeah, they could, right? Like for example, Majora's Mask. Majora's Mask is on the DS. They could easily put Majora's Mask on the Switch. Wait. I'll be honest. What? There's some some versions of the games that better not to put the re- remake remake or remaster. Mm. Like uh, there 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 are arguments where you can make the original version of a game sometimes just are better than the like the repackaged version. They always like ring up the boot, right? Yeah. And in fact, I've been noticing that a lot of remasters lately. People pointing out like how the fact that these kind of remasters are scuffed because they're using kind of like a scuffed version or they're using the worst possible port to port it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think one thing that Nintendo has done is doing re- like recent that I, I don't feel a lot of people talk about is the, the next Mario party game. Right. Oh, yeah. Because the thing with that is that instead of like re-releasing all these Mario party games, what they were like, okay, we can now we, we made Nintendo online that can work with Mario Party. You can keep with her friends. But there's all these Mario Party games, way too many to release, because a whole Mario Party game is a lot of fucking game, right? There's just too many mini-games. There's just too many... There's just too many things that make them unique. A Mario Party 4, Mario Party 6, Mario Party 7, they all feel like very different games, right? And don't even get me started with the GameCube games, right? So the new one takes corporate... It takes... Some you gotta fundamental remember, like, the company that made all the Mario parties isn't there anymore. So like you just don't got the same feel to it, right? Uh which company? I Hudson, I think. Yeah, Hudson Soft, right? Well, that's the thing, right? Is they made every Mario Party they're defunct now, by the way. Um Fate. They, they made like, every Mario Party is... to to what? I think well, they made everything up to the Wii Mario Party, so I think up to nine, I believe. Okay, I the last one I played was eight, but what I was gonna say is, I mean, even if another company has done it, it's not like Nintendo doesn't have their assets, right? And if you look at the new Mario Party, it's literally Mario Party three, with like more modern like mechanics, right? Plus mini games from various different Mario parties throughout the year, right? So generally, game Mario games Mario Party games from Mario Party three. Four, five, six, seven, I maybe even eight. Um, my bad. Uh, it was eight. Was the last, uh, the last good Mario Party. Yeah, it was the last one because I know after eight, it kind of went downhill. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, again, if you look at that, they basically like instead of releasing all these Mario parties and they're still really good games, we take the assets, we modernize them, right? It's not like they ported them. This is a completely new game because it's like it's not a wonder it's not a direct copy of uh Mario Party 3, but it's hev- the boards are heavily inspired or at least the mechanics are very inspired by Mario Party 3 while using other mechanics from other games, right? Not only that, they also have mini games throughout a bunch of different games, right? Plus, I'm sure they have some new mini games, right? I think that's a really good idea because when you have a series with that's pretty interchangeable and there's no real solid storyline, you can pretty much just steal mechanics and make a new game, right? And make it also feel like a throwback, which a lot of companies don't do. No, they don't. Right, and that's something you can give Nintendo credit for. I, I know everyone bashes them, but that's that's something where it's like, hey, they technically okay. re-release like eight games. To be fair, I hope I'm not the type of guy who bashes them consistently because I like to, I, I I like what they do, but at the same time, I I I feel I'm not like blind enough to the fact that they don't they don't have problems, right? Yeah, no, right. I mean, we we both complained about shit Nintendo has done, but I'm saying in terms of like handling re-release games. I think a lot of times people look at it as a very, like, black and white thing, or they always put the responsibility on one company, right? Because, no, like... You gotta, you gotta, like, you gotta cooperate with a lot of other third parties. Like, just because they developed that on Nintendo platforms doesn't mean it's the same, at, like, environment they did, like, with the company they were working with at the time, right? Yeah, no, no, but it's not even... It, it it's even extends much further than that, because there are games that people ask for to be fucking ported, by companies that probably don't even either don't exist or just third party companies that never did anything with Nintendo outside of that one GameCube game. Or they weren't even technically the main developer. They were just on the they were just brought in to help rather than the main like some of the people who made the same games you thought you liked aren't even there anymore. Or who knows? Yeah, no, know. no, I said that. I said that. Like there are companies that are gone. That just thing, right? Like Oh, I was just trying to reword it to be simpler. <laughs> I made it simple. I said, what do you, what's more simpler than people who made these games no longer exist? That's pretty simple. No, what do you mean? They'll be like, some people be like, well, they, so they hiding? They hiding? <laughs> no, they're, they're gone. Hiding, bro. They're gone. Um, <laughs> they dead. <laughs> no, I'm, and that's the thing, right? It's like, it, it's, I mean, it's kind of yeah. like when you look at, when you look at certain games and when they do make, like when Sony made their PlayStation Classic, right? The games that came out were generally games that worked super closely with Sony and generally only makes games for Sony consoles, right? It's like if Mad Dogs was like, let's make a best of collection, it's probably only going to be on, it's only probably only going to be on, um, on Sony, and they did that. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they did that with like Uncharted and Sly Cooper. Uh, yeah, pretty sure. Right. So when it does come to re-releasing these games, a lot of times it's not on the 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 publisher, right? And I do, and like, yeah, the like the games I want from Nintendo to be ported over are generally Nintendo games. But there are some games where I'm like, yeah, N- N- Nintendo can't really do anything there. There are some things where their hands are tied, and uh, you know it's 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 good to acknowledge it. And then there's cases where you you could argue they're not being malicious, 
maybe you could argue they're being lazy, but you can't argue them being like actually. I don't know. There's time. It's hard to attribute a lot of things to different things, right? Yeah. You know, um, it's it's hard to attribute. Like sometimes you could argue Nintendo's being careless. Sometimes you could argue they're not trying hard enough in some ways. Yeah, that 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 could be fair. Yeah. Other times it's not so clear, and it's it's kind of complicated like that. So I, I don't know for sure. Uh, well, that's the thing too, right? It's it's like at the end of the day. We're only consumers, right? We don't know what goes on in like the back end, right? And we could be like, "Hey, we want this," but you don't know what they're working on in the background, right? And it's a little bit different from like, let's say, a company like Microsoft that has their own team dedicated to you make know, making games backward compatibility or remastering games, stuff like that, right? Um, like a good example, the remake for Pokemon Diamond and Pearl, right? That's being that's not Game Freaks. That's a whole different company, right? Game Freaks is busy on Pokemon Legend Arceus, right? Like, people <laughs> I mean, do that all the time, where they're going to remaster to get a third-party company. You know, <laughs> me, I was really talking to my friend about like Pokemon Coliseum. I was like, yeah, Pokemon Coliseum is so good. And I'm like, yeah, he's like, why do you think it's so good? I said, probably because Game Freak didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, like, I will. I will say. Wait, who made Pokemon DX? Boy, Gail Gar- Gale of Gale of Darkness. I'm fucking done, bro. I'm who, fucking done. Who, who made that? Uh, I'm looking actually. This is this is Coliseum. I love Coliseum, bro. Coliseum, I think, is the best. Probably one of the best Pokemon. Games. I think it's the best soundtrack. Genius Sorority. Yeah, that game was fucking ass. Wait, yeah, uh, XD. I never played XD. Is it XD or DX? Uh, the one with the Shadow Lugia, right? Let me see. So there's a sequel, and I think that one. I play the original. Okay, so, oh, XD Gale of Darkness is like the second one. Yeah. I never played the second one. I played the first one. I love the first one, bro. Uh, probably because oh, yeah. I don't know. I just liked it. It was cool. It, it was so different compared to what else uh, was at the time, and it felt like, like wow, this is what Pokemon could be one day in terms of like scale and visuals, right? Wait, was there? Wait, wait, wait. What was the one before it? Uh, Stadium for the N sixty four. Oh no, no, no! I'm not talking about this one. I'm not talking about this one. Uh, Pokemon. Is it Colos? No, I'm not. It's not like. Oh, okay. I think it might have been. Was it Coliseum? Wait, I thought Coliseum was just like. Well, what was the original? What was the the Pokemon game on, on on N sixty four? Stadium. Okay, Coliseum. I, I didn't. I. I like. I feel like I liked it as a kid. You don't like it now, or have you played it recently? I think. I think what happened is when I first played it, I liked it, and then as I played it, I was like, "This doesn't feel like Pokemon," and then I didn't like it anymore. Oh, I see. Okay, that's actually interesting. 
I, guess I liked it because it was like, because it felt like a different, it felt like a step up from Pokemon in some ways, but it was very different, I'd argue, yeah. I, I think the my issue with it was kind of more that the gameplay felt very linear. Well, because it was a linear game. Yeah, but it kind of felt like you didn't, you couldn't, like you couldn't capture Pokemon, right? No, you weren't, it was more focused on battle and story. Yeah. And, and but, I felt... To be fair, I can see why you don't like it in that way. But I still think it's a solid title. Uh, probably the best music in the series. No, that's fair. Uh, I think it's a good game. Uh, but of course, you know, I'm going to stop singing its praises because I feel like uh, that that is not a good thing to do always. Sometimes it's best to just let things chill. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I think, yeah, that's, that was kind of the thing is that I feel like when it comes to, like, a Pokemon game, right, or I feel like certain franchises when I look into it, right, and I'm okay with games going different, but I guess for that game, when I, it, it's kind of like, like, holy shit, 3D Pokemon, I get to go out, capture my Pokemon, and then it's, like, very linear, um, like, heavy story-wise, gameplay-wise, and it's like, it was okay. It was okay. I, I guess it was just... I, I guess it felt super linear, right? Because it didn't feel like an RPG where it progressed. It kind of just felt like where you would go was predetermined. There was no real randomness. There was no, like, straying off. There was no side content. That's kind of what it felt like. Mm-hmm. Right? Which isn't bad, but... It, then it just makes the game feel really stiff. Okay. And then it just feels like you're pressing buttons that you just need to press rather than having randomness or different changes and stuff like that, which I feel makes games feel less like games and more like a movie or a show, right? Mm-hmm. Even with visual novels, right? Visual novels will have hundreds of different routes which gives them that flexibility, right? Or games will have different routes that will give them that flexibility, right? But I feel like when a game is like do this, do that, do this, do that, it there is some rewards for exploration, but not much. Or sometimes if you don't explore, you just can't pass and it's very limited. And I felt like it was extremely like boxed in, right? That's just an example, right? Um I don't know how, how DX it was, though, but, yeah. I mean, I know what it's like. It, um, fuck. I know what it's like, so it's basically the sequel. So some things are streamlined. It is better in some ways, but it don't, it don't feel the same. It don't feel the same as Coliseum, is all I'm going to say. Oh, that's fair. I, I would say, but yeah, going, sticking with the direct, I think the next thing, though, with the direct, uh, what would you say was the winner of the direct? Hmm, that's a good point. What was the winner of the direct? Bayonetta three was a surprise to a lot of people. I think Bayonetta was the winner. To be honest, I I was a hundred percent expecting Bayonetta. I, I was expecting Bayonetta because Nintendo really didn't really have anything else to show that was big and i feel like sony also showed their they showed their heavy hitters so i felt like nintendo needed to spring that the only other thing they could have shown was metro prime 4 right Mm -hmm. um so 
Yeah, the fact that they showed Bayonetta, I knew it was either going to be Bayonetta or Metro Prime 4, just happened to be Bayonetta. Um, and then I I saw something. Uh, uh, I, I don't want to call anyone out, but it's kind of like, oh no. But yeah. Why are you going to call him out, bro? No, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll say what I was going to say. Um... Sometimes, like, okay, like, for honest, honest preferences, <laughs> I don't play, I don't play, I don't play Bayonetta. I haven't played it. I want to play it, and I'll play it eventually, oh, right? Definitely play before that. 3, I, right? I, I, to be honest, I thought you would have, uh, but I don't know, that was an assumption of mine. No, I'm, I've never played it. I, I want to, eventually I will, but I haven't played it. Um, probably, I'll probably, like, play before 3 comes out, just so I can have, like, the whole, like, trilogy. Um, but yeah, basically, I was watching someone. He was getting super fucking hype, saying how much he loved Bayonetta. You know, wanted Wait, who is this? music. And then something happened, and then I was like, as someone, I as for me, as someone who doesn't play Bayonetta, and I knew that, I was like, fake fan. <laughs> Wait, who is this? Who is this? <laughs> it, it was Omni. Oh my god. What yeah, happened? No, offense to, no, no offense to Omni. The man's on Twitter too much. He he's thinking he got that fake fan syndrome. I don't know. I, I feel like okay, I don't want to be mean to Omni, right? Nah, but I do uh, feel like go, I go feel in. like sometimes a lot of things he says is very like pandering. Oh, I see. Right. It's kind of like when I told you like um he was getting super excited for the Gardens of the Galaxy stuff on stream, and then um, people were bashing it on Twitter, so he started bashing it on Twitter, and then people called him out on it for saying, "Like, what do you mean you got you got so excited on stream? What the fuck? Why are you bashing it now?" You know what I mean? And then what happened was in Bayonetta, there's like this little girl that looks like Bayonetta, and then mm-hmm. he's like, "Yo, is this girl stealing Bayonetta's like look?" <laughs> and then I'm like, "Wait, I know, I know, I don't know Bayonetta, but I'm I know that girl." Is Bayonetta? This man never played a single Bayonetta game. He said he even. played them both. He said he played them both. He said he That's loved Cap. Bayonetta. And then, and, then I, and then when I saw that, I'm like, dude, I, I actually cringe because I'm like, come on, Omni man, come on. Like I don't, I don't play Bayonetta, but I, even I knew that because someone tweeted. Oh man, someone tweeted like. What happened was someone tweeted, like, where the hairstyle came from, because it's the same exact hairstyle. Um, And I was like, oh, yeah. And then he was like, wait, isn't that the little girl from Bayonetta? Is Bayonetta stealing a little girl's drip? And in my head, I'm like, what do you mean? That is, what? And he's like, is there, like, is it somehow, like, I was like, what? Come on, If even I haven't played Bayonetta, but I know that girl's, you know. Yo, Jesse. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, don't talk if you don't know what's up. He said he played them both. He said he, he streamed the game on t- Twitch, so I'm assuming he played it, right? Which, did he skip all the story? I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't remember the story. <laughs> maybe he just liked the gameplay. I right? mean, game solid, but um... yeah. 
Because like I, I like because like it's even like with Persona too, right? Ami Ami parades Persona a lot, but there have been times where he's like said something, and I'm like, wait, no, that's incorrect. That that's that's not right. <laughs> and it's not like it's like a subjective thing. It's like, no, th- this this is what happened, and if you played the game, you would have remembered. I don't know. <laughs> That's why I'm like, dude. Did you did you play them or did you just watch like a let's play? What the fuck? Uh, no. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, not not to call him not to call him out or anything. I just thought it was like really. There there is times where I like I watch do? him, why and I'm like. This? He's addressed it too. Like people have said, like maybe you should do a little bit more research. But I do catch him sometimes just saying things that are just really wrong. Or sometimes he'll go super in on something, and it's like so he so he gets too amped on being uninformed, is what I'm hearing, right? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Like I, I like I like Army. He's a really chill dude. He knows his stuff sometimes, but there's a lot of times where it just feels like he's like. He hypes up something, even if he's not. Maybe I don't know. Maybe he's into that stuff, but sometimes it just comes off as like he just straight up doesn't know anything about it, right? Because I maybe like maybe some like I think a lot of times you'll say like I've, I've been just playing too many other games, and I'm like I've played a shit ton of games in my lifestyle, but I can still remember very key elements. It's kind of funny how these things are like. Yeah, right. It's it's like if you if you were asked like if you quizzed me if you quizzed me on anything from Persona three to five, I guarantee you I would know. Right? This is not because like this is not because like I'm a persona like a persona buff, but it's mainly because like persona it's like you can there's like only so many social links, right? And there are some, I would say definitely when it comes to uh, Persona 4 and, no, Persona 5, there was, there, there was, there was one social link that felt way too similar. But like, yeah, I, you can quiz me on Persona, I could probably get it, right? But I would, I don't think I'll ever be like, really wrong. Especially if it's something like super like key emotional moment, you know what I mean? But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a bayonetta thing where I was like, "What the fuck? Wait, how how do you? Why are you acting so confused? Don't get so amped. Yeah, just don't just don't get amped. It's it's all good. Like, no need to worry. Don't, don't don't say you're a massive fan of something and then not then then proceed to fuck up in the middle of midstream. Yeah. Okay, for the rest of the direct, there was some interesting things. Like, it's interesting how they're bringing back some old games, like Act Razor. I'm like, I'm pretty sure no one knows what the hell Act Razor is, but no, a lot of people are hyped for Act Razor. Really, I'm surprised. A lot of I, I never keep up with people. I never keep up with public reception. I don't care about public reception. Yeah. <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I don't keep up with public reception. That's my problem because I just like what. What do you have to say? Well, is there anything that you would have liked to seen, but you didn't see? It's a good question. What would I have liked to seen? 
I uh, think I think one I think thing. The N64 thing was something I did like to see, but I, I don't know. I always wanted them to have a proper virtual console. Now, granted, maybe more games for like uh, any the SNES, right? Yeah. But actually, games with more features, you know, more like quality of life features, because it's nice that they're giving these things. But like, a lot of these games are just straight ports, which you know, a little bit. Uh, I don't know. Not not not, not say a little bit bad, but like a little bit lazy. I would say the game that put like a smile on my face was definitely um, the new Kirby game. The Kirby game looks nice. I because, feel like, cool. I, I feel like the... Were you a Crystal Shards fan? Crystal Shards? Which one was that again? That was the N64 uh, Kirby game. Wasn't that uh, Dreamland? No, it wasn't Dreamland. Uh, uh, no, actually, they might, I don't know. Like they, I mean, they might have been on the N64 one, but that's the other one. Like, uh, Kirby and the Crystal Shards. Oh, yeah, 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 Kirby and Crystal Shard. Oh, yeah, That's the that. one where you can combine powers, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I, pl- I played the N64 one. I just didn't know, like, the the full name. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, it, it was it was nice, because I feel like the, the Kirby game we got on Switch, the Allies one, I didn't play it, but I remember people were really disappointed just because, like, it was super quick, and it was really easy, right? And... I like my two favorite like Kirby games are. I think my I would say my two favorite Kirby games are probably, uh, Magic Mirror and um, Kirby Air Ride. But yeah. you know I love I love Kirby growing up. Right, I played. I probably replay Kirby Mag. Is it Magic Mirror or Curse Mirror? I think it's Magic Mirror. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I played Kirby Magic Mirror so many times over, and I remember struggling on a lot of things. I, mean, I don't know if it was because I was a kid, but, like, even then, I remember when Squeak Squad came out, and it it relit my enjoyment of, you know, that kind of Kirby game, and I loved it. And then I remember playing, you know, N64 Kirby and, and having fun, but I really only got to play it at my cousin's house because he had it. And then also... Um, Air Ride. Air Ride was so unique, but I think the thing that also made you like Kirby Air Ride feel super special for me was that Kirby Air Ride and the Kirby Air and uh, the Kirby anime were were like synonymous, right? Yeah, they are. Right, and and it was it was kind of nice that like you could watch the show. And you would see things and like, holy shit, that's from the game I play, right? Especially when you're a kid, that's a little bit more special, right? Um, and it kind of added a little extra story to a game that didn't have any story. Because Kirby, Kirby Air Ride has no story. It's literally just race around and do shit. But it, it just lends itself to having like endless gameplay. So, yeah, when I saw the new Kirby game, that put a smile on my face because I was like, Hopefully, we have, like, a nice and hopefully even difficult Kirby game, right? Not to say Kirby's generally difficult, but I feel like Kirby is known for having just longevity of gameplay, and I feel like maybe that was missing in the last one. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, It's weird seeing... uh... I don't know. It's the first time we had like a proper. Th- you know, it's funny how we never had like a prop. Actually, I don't know. What do you call Crystal Shards proper 3D? It's weird how like they just don't. Uh, would... They don't 
or a lot of ideas sometimes. I mean, I would, I would call. Um, I, I mean, any three D Kirby game is a proper three D Kirby game. Right? Yeah, but like moving in a three dimensions. Yeah, like, right. It, it, with traditional Kirby gameplay. Well, that's the thing. I feel like Kirby's never been traditional. Like Kirby has like okay. what, like forty eight games. Okay, like, all right. Sucking in dudes and turning a. Oh, you can still suck in dudes. Right, you can you can when you're playing like races and stuff like that, you can suck in like enemies and become them. Right, they don't they don't get rid of that. I don't know. I feel like even Kirby Ping Pong, right? It, like I'm thinking traditional, like Dream Land gameplay is what I mean. My bad. I, I think I think I think you're thinking like adventure Kirby game because yeah. I feel like Kirby Kirby as a whole is so varied, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at the last like three fighting games. The last three Kirby games, you had Kirby Star Allies, which is generally a kid I miss. Then you had Kirby Clash, which is like an online. And then you have Kirby Fighters, right? If we go back, then we had Kirby Battle Royale. You had Kirby Blow Blast. And you had Kirby Ro- Robobot. So yeah, I, I, I mean, I mean, how do you, like, what do you think about but I think it's good. I mean, these are nice. Game, seeing as games come out, you know, it's just they they do their thing, right? They come out. It's a it's it's just them doing their thing, right? <laughs> I I don't have much attachment to games these days. If something's doing something like crazy, I'm surprised, right? Yeah. Uh, this just seems something like that would happen. Uh, you know, there's just there's been more information on games, but this one game I always question why they just never made it was. A lot of games are just questions like why was uh the fucking Hyrule why why was why was Hyrule Warriors the thing and they didn't just make a straight up regular like fucking Zelda game instead of like a Dynasty Warriors game for like pre pre uh, Breath of the Wild Zelda because they're not a prequel right yeah just a lot of a lot of questions on like. Why do this and why do that, right? It's just it's interesting, right? Mm. Uh, and also, there's one game that surprised me is the Yoko Taro game. I think the card one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't I haven't tried too many card games, but I'm sure it's fun. It doesn't look like your typical like card battler. That's the thing, though. Battler. <laughs> Not your t- <laughs> your typical card battler. Yo, dog, you're moving mad, B. You're moving mad, bruv. <laughs> you're moving mad, bruv. Bottle of water. Bottle of water. You're moving mad. But, uh, I think... Who, 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 who the fuck said that? I don't know why, but that sticks with me deeply. <laughs> the Brits of Bottle of water. You just remove all the fucking, like, content. Vowels. <laughs> Remove all the remove all the syllables. But yeah, let's move on to this, the next topic. Any final thoughts on the direct? Oh yeah, Mario, Chris Pratt. Oh yeah, I want to talk about that. Not when yet? I saw it, I didn't realize... Okay, when I first saw it, I didn't realize it was going to be an animated movie, and I was like, yo, what the fuck? 
I'm like, wait, if you're going to do an animated movie, why don't you just use the voice actor? But then I realized, yeah. oh, you need to bring people in, right? You need that star power. Yeah, star power. I mean, it's just Mario, bro. I mean, Sonic didn't need star power. What do you mean? I had Jim Carrey. That's pretty big star power. All right, fuck you, right? I, I was, uh, to be honest, I thought that was just Eggman. They didn't even use... Remember, the voice actor for Sonic got fucking pissed because he didn't get picked for the movie. And oh, is he, that why he quit? He, yeah, he quit because he didn't get picked for the movie. That's fair. He's I was like, gonna hey, say, man, I, I want that million-dollar check. Sonic in the movie. <laughs> not him. <laughs> yeah, not him. I, I don't know who's... Who, who is this other man's... It I mean, was the... Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz. Schwartz. Never heard of him. But yeah, like the Sonic movie only had okay, to be fair, Jim Carrey. I thought he was fucking I thought he was I thought he, he was, was just Eggman in general. Yeah, he, he was just he's all he's always been Eggman. <laughs> yeah, I they just finally put a name to it. I was like, wait, what's Eggman doing here? Yeah. I watched, I was watching like Liar Liar. I'm like, wait, what's Eggman doing as a lawyer? Yeah, I feel like there's certain actors that like oh my god, Robotnik. <clears throat> I was gonna say I feel like there's certain actors, and I feel like it's more so for like comedians where like when they just do shit, they they just play themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, Jim Carrey didn't need to do a job. He didn't need. He just showed up on set as himself. Yeah, like there's some people that like when they like when they do a role, it's just like oh, it's just me, right? It's like I feel I like mean, it's like okay, I feel like a good example is like a Kevin Hart movie. If you watch a Kevin Hart movie, it's just Kevin Hart. Yeah, it's okay. it's just it's just straight up Kevin Hart, right? Um, but like a, a an example of an actor that like. Changes. <laughs> Denzel Washington. I had a teach uh, one of my my history teacher in high school. He said that like he can't he can't view Denzel Washington the same anymore because any time ever since he started taking like villain roles, he just looks at him as like a fucking asshole. Who? Denzel Washington. Wait, what the? Because uh, I the thing is he showed some like Denzel watches like Washington movies. He showed one movie uh, where it's like about um, <clears throat> there's this like one guy from like I think he's from like New York, and he's like comes from a big family, and it's like during World War II where he's basically assigned like um, his own troops, but they're all like black people, right? And is like telling the story, and the asshole of the group is literally Denzel Washington, and he you would watch the movie and you'd be like, oh, this guy's the biggest fucking piece of shit. And then if you watch Denzel Washington in like Trading Day. Right? It's like, holy Yo, shit. That movie's a classic. What yeah, but Denzel Washington's like literally the biggest piece of shit. And you know what? We all like him for it. And, 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 and there's another movie where it's like his son joins the military uh, and he's like, he's like a dad. But he's also like the biggest piece of shit. And then I realized like throughout the years that like there's so many, like anytime Denzel Washington plays a villain, he does it so well. Oh, he's great. He's I mean, so he does it so well. Like he makes you. I'll hate say him. one thing though. My favorite movie of Denzel Washington is the one where he's actually not a villain, though. Guess which movie? 
Uh, dude, there's so he's just in a lot of movies. He's not in that many villain movies. Okay, but... yeah, but like, there's there's a lot of good movies he's done. But which 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 movies out of his stand up ones do you think I like the most? Um, was it the Malcolm X one? Ah, fuck! You already got it. <laughs> I mean, Malcolm X wasn't considered the like a fucking angel either. No, but I like he was a morally person. But that's why I like him because it was like. He seemed like a likable guy, despite what he believed in, right? Okay, yeah, I found I found the movie. I found the movie where, like, dude, it's so fucked. What movie is this? Have <laughs> you seen the movie uh, Fences? Oh, my dad loves that movie. Dude, Denzel Washington? That movie is, like... That movie, I'm like, fuck. You know, you could take any one of his movies and slap an Oscar in that. All of his movies are Oscar-worthy. Dude, but he he really makes you hate him. He really makes you hate him. More of the story, if Denzel Washington was in the fucking Mario movie, he he wouldn't be allowed to act. I'm sorry. (laughs) Fucking movie. Oh god. Oh man. I love Denzel Washington. Dude, he's he's just he's 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 a transformative actor. He's just really good. Like I feel like when I watch like um. Oh, I remember, oh, remember the Titans, bro? That was a classic football movie. That's what I remember. I still haven't seen it. I still need to watch that. What? Okay, we gotta do a we gotta dance a <laughs> marathon. I, I was gonna say, like, um, like speaking of the Mario movie, I was gonna say, like, oh shit, I forgot what I was gonna say. Dude, oh, but yeah, I was gonna say, um, I, I mean, like, it's almost like when I watch, like, um. What's the name? What's his name? What's the name? Um, Leonardo DiCaprio movie. I always feel like I'm just watching Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I watch him in, like, The Great Gatsby, if I watch him in, like... Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. If I watch him in, like, wh- whatever fucking movie, I just literally feel like I'm watching Leonardo DiCaprio. That's that's the same. You know, the same problem I have is, like, you know who an actor who does that but, like, gets flack for that is um Johnny Depp. Really? Because, like, a lot of time he's just playing Jack Sparrow, but then you realize Jack Sparrow is Johnny Depp, but he didn't beat Amber Heard, though. Yeah, I do I do feel bad for... Um, I, d- I never watched the new Doctor Doolittle. I didn't watch it with um, Robert Downey Jr., but I feel like Robert Downey Jr. is kind of fucked because everyone's just like, oh, look, it's Iron Man. Poor guy. He's just he's just shoehorned. He's just shoehorned. <laughs> Right. Me, me, all Chris Evans just likes being iron. Uh, fucking dude, I saw one tweet where it's like my my cockro- the cockroach after I hit him with that dollar spray, that dollar store bug spray, and it's the fucking cockroach looking at him like Chris Pratt. <laughs> 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 uh, oh god, that picture they, they shouldn't have used that picture. You know, send me that picture. Okay, well, I want to find the tweet, I'll send you the tweet. All right. Uh, also, for, as regard for the rest of the casting, uh, I'll uh, say Toad's kind of goaded. Toad's already goaded. I don't know how I feel about Key being there. I, I, when I saw that, I'm like, "Fuck, that's gonna be funny." I don't I, know how I feel about that. I, I like from in my head because you have to understand when I first saw this wow. cast, I thought this was gonna be live action. So I'm like, "How's he gonna use like Key? Isn't Key like six foot three or something? He's gonna be like towering over everyone." And I'm like, oh, it's animated. Okay, never mind. Never mind. Yeah, this man thought. Oh, you know, this this man thought. Fucking the only person I fucking hate on that list is Seth Rogen, but that's just because I hate Seth Rogen. 
<laughs> Yo, and then oh, Jack Black is Bowser. I was like, that's interesting. It's an interesting choice. I like it. Uh, look, look what I sent you. <laughs> Let's see this. How roaches be looking at you when you hit them with that dollar store bug spray. <laughs> you know, it's kind of true, though. Man, roaches, yo, they mood. <laughs> you see the picture? Oh, let me see this. Oh, God, why is it so slow today? Can't do this to a man. Discord slow for you? It's not Discord. It's trying to open up on like my browser. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, these guys are wild. Who <laughs> these takes? Yeah, I, I, I was asking. I was like, when I saw it, I was like, yo, has Chris Pratt become like the Hollywood guy now? Because like I feel like anytime they're rebooting a franchise, they're like, let's throw Chris Pratt in there, right? You know, Tom Cruise used to be that guy. Yeah, but I'm surprised. I'm like, because like I remember, I I remember people said like back in the day, Chris Pratt was like seen as like a goofball. But then ever since he did like Jurassic World, he's been getting like all these other fucking like stuff, right? Because like he got obviously he's Jurassic World Mario movie. What was the other one? Um, Guardians, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, Guardians. But that, that's like. The Tomorrow War. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. It's weird, man. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, I guess that's it for the direct. Um, we also want to talk about adaptations. Adaptations. So what basically made me want to like talk about adaptations is that I was like watching something and it was kind of going back to memory and I was kind of like remembering like when you're a kid and you're watching and you, the thing is when you're a kid you're fresh you don't know anything right and when you see a, and when you see something new you assume it's a new idea right and you don't really understand the concept of something being taken from something else. I think what brought this up was I was talking to my uh girlfriend about um like disney movie like disney movies right and talking about like the brother grim right and we're talking i remember we were talking about like snow white right i was saying like um so what happened was the cinderella movie is, is like i think it's already out and people got really upset because it's like this is fucking clear pandering and do you know do you know what's like in the <clears throat> Oh yeah, the fairy godmother's. A... Yeah, it's a the fairy godmother. Is it a dude or is it is it, is it it's, a dude? It's, it's like it's a black gay dude. Okay, yeah. See, I it's was worried. The... Like, I didn't want to. Yeah, Cinderella even, is wearing. I was, so, I was so confused whether I could even say black gay man. That's how confused I was. Yeah, it's a black gay I man. Been like, oh no, they gender fluid. Like, how the fuck am I supposed to tell? No, no, no. It's a black gay man. Uh, Cinderella is wearing a suit. He's she's an independent businesswoman, and then. And people were pissed because they're like, "Look, Cinderella is a classic story. You don't really need to do anything. Just, just give us make your own modern, story. Yeah, just, just give us a modern day Cinderella." And people were legitimately pissed because it just felt like it felt like the most blatant form of just being super fucking inclusive. When we're like, "Look, this is a fucking like Cinderella is supposed to be like medieval, right?" Uh, who like what the fuck? I don't know. But people were upset. I, I when I saw it, I didn't really care that much, but I did think it was funny, and I, and I do see where people are coming from. 
I thought it was just cringe, like the whole thing. But I then... just... Oh, yeah. I thought the whole thing was just cringe, to be honest. It's like, why, why do this? Why not do this? Why did this? Like, this this whole thing just felt extra, right? Yeah. I, it didn't make sense to me. Mm. I, I'm not going to be like, oh, Cinderella, you can't do this with Cinderella. It's a question of, okay, you're going to do this, but why? What are you going to gain from this? What are you trying to say with this, right? Yeah, but the thing is, like, that conversation I was talking about, like, um, like if someone made, like, a Cinderella movie, right? And, like, um, and I was saying, like, it's funny, like, a lot of these things that people think are, you know, copywritten is not, right? So I was saying, like, a lot of Disney movies, how a lot of them are, like, a lot of the older ones are done by, or stories written by the Brother Grimm. And in my, for some reason, my girlfriend. Brother who? I don't know who they is. It's only Disney. <laughs> I remember, my, and I said like a lot of their stuff is like pretty fucked up, right? As I think the one, like I think one of the stuff they written that was pretty like so fucked up that they couldn't even really make it any better was like, uh, Hansel and and uh, Hansel Gretel. and Gretel. Yeah, Hansel and Gretel, right? What do you mean? a wonderful children's story. It, dude, it's they they couldn't make it. They they tried making it nice, and they still failed. It's still about like kids getting fucking like eaten. <laughs> it's just a vor. It's just I, lo- I love it, bro. What do you mean? This is I love the days when like yeah, uh, this is uh, you know you could tell how German people feel because this is the stories they get told as a fucking kid. These are the stories they were told as fucking kids. Yeah, not even that. Like even like Snow White, which was I know I got like a more accurate depiction in like the mid 2010s. But like I, the original Snow White's meant to be super fucking gory and bloody, and then we got the Snow White about some bitch eating like an apple and falling, asleep, <laughs> right? Like what the fuck? Some bitch eating. Yo, what did she do in the movie? What significant? Just eat the apple. She did. No, what significant thing did did uh Snow White do in the movie? I, I don't know. Though. I don't even know how. Was she, was she even important? No. No, she just fucking ate an apple. Prince like kisses her, and then she's a princess. Like no, no, no. Cap. Cap. It was the most bullshit movie. And apparently, I find out like little, like little bit, like when I was like a little bit older, maybe like ten or eleven years old, that there's like the Brother Grimm, and apparently the original Snow White was very fucking gruesome. And I'm like, then what? Then what the hell did we get? <laughs> you got, you got, you got screwed over, bro. We, yeah. We... Dude, she literally just eats an apple. Some so what happens? Some woman gets jealous, feeds this woman uh, an apple. She gets the witch, she goes, right? yeah. The witch gets yeah, yeah. Witch gets jealous, feeds this girl an apple. Bitch falls asleep. Man sees woman asleep, kisses him. Right. Honestly, that movie couldn't be made today because it'd be like, oh, that's sexual assault. But whatever. <laughs> it's back then. It was like, hey, Sleeping Beauty. I don't know, man. Like, you never held someone's hand during a coma? <laughs> I, there's no, there's no way I can, there's no way I can spin this, man. I don't know what the fuck to say. Yeah, it's sexual assault. God damn it, everything's sexual assault. Nowadays, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, back then, I'm sure it's. Still I breathe, <laughs> bro. I breathe. I mean, like, out of context, if you're if you're telling someone like, "Yo, this guy sees this girl," no, it looks bad. It looks bad. You know, he, want, he he says like, "Yo, let me cop me a feel." Yo, yeah. what what is, we should do with that person? It's like this is them now, fucking kings and queens. You know, <laughs> I w- what? 
what does what well what what I do, Doc? I don't know what to do. Um, but but yeah, um, but yeah, no, it, it kind of made me think about like adaptations, like certain things that I saw. Like it's like when you watch anime and you realize like a lot of anime comes from manga, or sometimes when you watch a show and that might have came from something else, right? You know, a and, lot of movies or adaptations of dog shit books, you know. Yeah, exactly, right? You know, people say, oh, the book's better. What happens to the book's just shit? What happens with everything we're just working with is shit? Yeah, and, and, I, and I was kind of like, and I guess that was kind of the thing, is like, as a kid, you do view things as an ideal, right? As a kid, when you look at these Disney movies, you look at them as original movies, because you're like, oh, they're Disney movies, and Disney made them, right? But then you realize that a lot of these stories, like, you know, Cinderella was made in 1812. I mean, okay, I... The problem is they're collected stories. Yeah, they're collected stories. That are older that we don't even know, right? Yeah. Like, that's the rough time we associate it with it, but it could be even older than that, right? Yeah, or like a good example. And there's plenty of stories that, you know, got lost. You know, there could have been stories that could have been better than Cinderella. You never know. Yeah, and and I think another thing, too, that, like, another big misconception is classical music, right? Classical music is public domain, but you cannot use a recording of classical playing why because someone played that and that's copyrighted right and it's really it's it's really odd too because it's like like um peter pan peter pan is one of those few things that are really old but is also copyrighted to this day you can't make your own version of peter pan because you're gonna get sued same with like zorro or puss in boots right oh uh, it was the fucking iliad and odyssey copywritten too I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Was King Arthur copyrighted? No, don't answer that question. No, please. King Arthur is not copyrighted. I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I don't think King Arthur goes. I don't think Peter Pan goes back as far as fucking King Arthur. I, no, but it's like that time of like you know these classical figures, right? Yeah, but who like Zorro? I was surprised Zorro was copyrighted. And Zoro is a pretty what? like what? Yeah, you can't you can't do anything with the Zoro name without permission. It's not public it's Who not public it? domain. I don't know. Who owns Zoro? Uh John Gritz, president and CEO. Zoro production. Zoro is copyrighted. I don't know who this fuck this guy is, but I'm for scrapping. nearly seventy years, Zorro Productions Inc. has controlled the rights to Zorro. So yeah, there's a whole fucking corporation for Zorro. And the reason I know this is that I've seen games try to take elements of the character and get sued by a company, and characters being removed from games or something because Zorro, which I'm pretty sure is a very like old figure, is copyrighted. Right, Peter Pan is copyrighted. Puss in Boots is copyrighted. Right, and it's it's really weird because I'm like, why? Who, who? Yeah, why? Right, and I'm like, it's it feels weird like for Zorro because I feel like timeless characters like that their need their their ideas need to be expressed. Right, because like if you look at a game like Persona or anything else that will take, they, sometimes they do take you know historical figures, but sometimes they also just take legends. Right, like. Uh, Robin Hood, for example, Robin Hood is going to be used like hundreds of years after we're gone, because it's 
it's just a part of history, right? It's classic, bro. Right? And a character like Zora or Peter Pan, it's weird that those things are copywritten, right? But it does make me... It, it kind of does tie into that things of adaptations, right? You cannot make an adaptation of Zorro because it's owned by another company that... I don't even know... I don't even know... How do you make money off Zorro if, if there's nothing being made? Yeah, I don't see any... Zoro's on a hot property, is all I'm gonna say. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's pretty fucking random. And I think the yeah. and no, the thing is, I'll say maybe Zoro would be like. Much... I understand when people control the estate, like Tolkien's uh, son controls the estate. Yeah, right. And to be fair, it's good they're probably not letting them make any more fucking Lord of the Rings things. Yeah, no, um, I mean, I was gonna say like, uh, the thing with Zoro, right, is maybe Zoro would be more well known if. They did let them let people make adaptations of it. You never know, right? But like, what's your experience is uh, with adaptations, right? Uh I've seen like a, I've seen up and I've seen ups and downs. Like a lot of these are either hit or miss, right? Yeah, but like when you were young, when was your first time you realized like something was made off something else, like an original story, like a change? I. To be honest, it's hard to know, but it's something you just, I guess, become cognizant with time rather than, like, one defining incident. If that makes any sense. Mm. Sorry for my, like, poor answer, but it's just, like, <clears throat> I there was no incident that I could point to definitively to say, yeah, this is this is what's going on. It's just something that you just, I feel like, become aware of with time in general. But, like, what what age would you say you've seen something and you realize oh this thing is based off something else let me see what i think it was the like. harry potter movies were coming out when i was in elementary what the harry potter movies oh okay and then you realize that those were like an adaptation yeah i was like oh there's books wait or the books come first or did, like cause usually you think oh the books came after but no you realize actually that sometimes books are the main thing rather than the secondary thing yeah i i feel like for me though i, I feel like I, I guess for me, when it comes to like adaptations, the more sh the shock is generally when it's something that's like far removed, right? Like it's, well, it's been a long, long movie. time, right? Like, um, I mean, like a good example is like Paris, uh, Parasite, right? When Parasite came out, you wouldn't realize like, holy shit, this this is a manga from the fifties. Okay, was that old? I thought it was the eighties. It is. It's old. Uh, it's not. It's not a, a song Tezuka old. Uh, Okay, yeah, 80s. My bad. I'm not being a stickler here. I'm just like, I was just confused. Oh, yeah, no, no. I thought it was it was much older. But yeah, the 80s, right? And the anime came out in, like, the 2012. So it's all literally, like... No, not in 2012. It came out in, like, 2015, I think it came out. So, yeah, almost, like, 20 years apart, 30 years apart. Um, Yeah, like, that's that's, like, a shock to me. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah, things. Uh, I mean, it's gonna happen though. Like, you eventually you realize it's just gonna be the, like the nature of things. It's just they're gonna things are iterative rather than original. Yeah, well, it's, well, like for me, I'm I was saying more like when you're a kid, right? Because when you're born, you don't you don't know. Yeah, you're not born to the context, right? You and you see things. Everything you see as like an original design, or original thing. 
right? If you were to come to, if you were to go to a, a three-year-old and told them that you built the CN Tower, they're inclined to believe you. They have no reason to doubt you because they don't know what it even takes to build a building. They don't even, to be honest, sometimes they just can't even process it. They don't even know what ownership is. That's why the white man's ways are bad because they they took our land. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like to a kid, if a kid doesn't know the concept of money, the, the a kid doesn't know the concept of owning, renting, they don't own these things, right? Obviously, this is not adaptations, right? But adaptation... You know, the worst part is that first experience will inform their opinion for the rest of their days, probably. Even if even if it might change it, it will leave an on on <clears throat> It will leave like a, how do you say it, a very, like a very, like a, an impression, right? Yeah. It'll be burned in, whether it's not intentional or not right yeah i i guess that's the thing i guess for a kid it's kind of like or even now watching something that was made for you now that is before your time 100 percent. right because like yeah i wasn't born in the 80s but watching parasite it didn't feel out of place i mean some things transcend time or some things are just timeless or maybe they're just ahead of their time yeah. Which, you know, that's it's weird to think of something being ahead of time, right? Like it's on the ball of something. I don't know. How do, how do, how do you think that happens? And you think someone's just on to something or you think it was just by a stroke of luck? I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like when you sometimes you see an invention or a concept and then they find out that someone already discovered this concept thousands of years prior right they just did not have the means to realize it it's like uh calculus right it's like calculus was discovered twice by two separate people that were like three thousand years apart right right who are they one was like some like i think one was like some greek philosopher oh was it merlin i don't know merlin is not greek no not merlin i know it's not merlin uh uh I do know, like, okay, the Arabs brought algebra to them, like, to us, the, like, the modern medieval. Oh. Fuck, I don't know how to phrase that. No, the way people did shit in the past was weird for counting. As I'll tell you, right? Yeah. Um, for example, like, in fucking, uh, some societies only counted up to 60. Really? And not in the way you think it is. It's not like they couldn't count past 60. They just used 60 as their benchmark for 100. <clears throat> I don't I don't think it was ca- I don't think it was calculus. Apparently calculus was invented by Isaac Newton. What do you mean? Oh, algebra was invented by the Arabs, my bad. I think the concepts though were always in people's minds, but then again, something's if you don't know what something looks like unless you haven't experienced it, right? Yeah, I'm pretty I, sure the idea of zero was something that like people just didn't think of nothing, but it's so simple when you think about it, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, what's a? I guess a good example is like um, there there are certain things that like swords, right? There were there were just people had the idea sharp weapon. Right, make a sharp weapon, and there's different renditions of different swords. Yeah. Right, or spears. Right, there's some things that are almost like innate. 
Um, <clears throat> there, are, yeah, but there, yeah, there are a lot of ideas that you know people see or people have done or people have invented that are you you realize oh someone else has done it right like through different civilizations and they all have their own form of something like, yeah it's crazy to think that people drafted their own ways of counting shit until everyone agreed on this one universal standard yeah like the chinese calculator for example i guess i was thinking more like mesopotamian numbers or how like uh, in babylonia they only counted like 60 was their base for everything so it's like you you do 60 and then you start again from one and then do add one 60 stack upon another it was like because they didn't use they used fucking tallies for everything and it was weird right yeah you know people people had it rough <laughs> they had to do shit like a really obtuse way if you think about it roman numerals despite how being cool they are they are fucking annoying to count with they are yeah. terrible to do math with and wasn't like and like modern day numbers wasn't that in like invented in india yeah and then the arabs bailed upon it from there right mm. uh it's weird how a lot of things like the, the the transmission of knowledge is a very interesting thing and how it evolves from different groups. One guy can take something that the other guy has just made up for the hell of it and like really establish upon it, if that makes sense, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh it's it's really interesting to see the development of information. That's all I'm gonna say. You know, people people should look into it. It's really it's really it's really fascinating stuff. It really it really teaches you how far you we've come, even though it's my people. We did it. <laughs> my people. Not Meanwhile, your like, people. My people. My people. Meanwhile, people in Albania said, yo, we invented the pyramids, bro. Uh, These uh, are really interesting people. <clears throat> As for adaptations... I've seen a lot of good ones and bad ones. I, to be honest, any bad adaptations that right now I can't think of any. Right, probably because I just don't want to think about them. Bad. I think there's been plenty of bad adaptations. That's the thing, though. I can't think of any right now. I and even it's hard for me to think of good ones because it's like I know a good one when I see it. Right. Hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of people always think of like anime and like, oh, the manga is better. This is better. Uh, they, they never. Fuck up, oh, and go buy the manga. Oh wait, you won't buy the manga. That's the problem. I mean, I think I think the original Mario movie is pretty up there. That movie's a classic. I will fight any man who says otherwise. <laughs> Dude, I remember watching that on TV, and I, I when I watched it, I was like, "Is this?" I, every time I was I watched it as a kid, and I, I, every time I would like see something, like, is this supposed to be based on Mario the game? And I was like, I look more, and I'm like, "Nah." And wait, 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 is it? I'm like, oh, nah. <laughs> it was that bad. I couldn't. I couldn't put it together. You didn't. You couldn't, or you didn't want it. Right. Real talk. No, real talk. I couldn't. Every time I'd be like, "Is it?" I can't. I ain't. It ain't this. It ain't this way. But it was that way. It was always that way, bro. I, I kind of like the original Mario movie because how shitty it was. It was a weird movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's a lot of. St- <sighs> What's another good example of just like just horrid? 
you, you, there has to be something that you just like has as an adaptation ruin a series for you. I might be repressing that one, to be honest. Or, or I, I think the best example is like uh, fucking Angel Beats. Like I don't know how the anime is just ten times better than the fucking adapt than the original. Original's nasty, bro. It doesn't make any sense. Heaven's Gates. Um. Uh, as for an adaptation that's ruined, my, yo, this ruined my mood. My mood is down. I'm in a bad. The whole thing was a mood. I mean, do you ever think about like how there's um. Uh, have you ever, do you ever think about like how there's, um, what's it called? Yeah. Full Metal Alchemist and Full Metal Alchemist, uh, Brotherhood. Do, do you well, ever like think of how it's like weird? There's just two distinct different ones. Uh, it's peculiar. It's, it's, it's an exception. And to be honest, usually it wouldn't exist that way, but it has, right? Yeah. Usually, but Yeah. Due to certain things, it has became its like own thing. It's funny because the manga actually kind of liked the original, uh, kind of liked the original anime. He said it was an interesting take. She, she said, "Yeah, I mean, I guess like guess another thing, right? It's like season two of um, Promise Neverland. I haven't seen it, but pe- I just know people fucking hated it. But that was very like heavily directed by the original creator." It's it's like uh, I wonder what the manga of Tokyo Ghoul thinks of a, ha- a hack root, a root sign. My bad. Fuck. Probably is fine with it. I I do think sometimes he's probably like, oh damn, this is really pretty. <laughs> well, I would say this, right? I think I think the thing is that people might not. The reason why some people might not get it, right? Because like even root sign, I don't think it was terrible. It was okay, right? But I think if you're a creator of something and you see it's almost like another form of appreciation. Right? It's just an alternative thing, right? Because you have your own thing, right? Whether it's an anime form or not, you have your own thing. And your personal enjoyment is there before the public, right? Yeah, you know, I think um I think you know what things I hate are movie adaptations by Hollywood a lot of times. They're they're often very bad. Yeah, yeah, because it's they're they're kind of infamously for kind of how bad they are, right? Well, usually the reason they're bad is because sometimes they'll take something very niche and then try to bring it out to a wide audience, right? And then a lot of the stuff that you know the fan would like about it has been either removed or watered down or altered in a way that's unrecognizable, right? I, I or I guess a good example, the fucking Mario movie. <laughs> right? It's not out. I can't judge. No, not the Mario movie. I'm talking about the original. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. It, I don't know what the fuck they were on when they made that. <laughs> no, and that's what I mean. It's like, how are we going to make a video game movie? We're going to do this. We're going to do that, right? And I think a lot of that fear, when you do look at other games, or like, it, it like it, for example, the more oh, yeah, Kombat you movies. You just reminds me of Uwe Bowl. Uwe Bowl? Yeah. What's that? Uh, fuck, he, he's a dude that makes a lot of shitty movies. He's a German director. Oh, no. Uh, he made like a lot of shit movies, uh, but you know, I'll give Obi Ball one one one, uh, one credit though. What? This man actually was so amped. He's like, I'll box out my credits in the fucking ring. His critics? Yeah, he's like, I, he challenged all his critics to a fight before YouTube did it. Before YouTubers were doing it. Based. <laughs> Based. <laughs> <laughs> I was boxing. I was boxing out his critics in the fucking thing, and I was like, 
that's a power move. I mean, that man's as good. This man's like, all right, you want to talk, talk with your fist fan? Say that shit in my face. Yeah. And, and you know what? Some of them showed up. Yeah. I mean, I think I think sometimes what the thing is, too, when it, like, sometimes when people dislike something, sometimes. Oh, Resident Evil movies are bad. I, you just reminded me. Oh, yeah. No, but <clears throat> I was going to say, like, when it, sometimes when it does come to, like, disliking something that's different, is. A lot of times, your dislike or discomfort comes from your own expectations, or even, or even worse than that. Sometimes it's just that you're you're watching something, right? And a lot of times, people's perception of it before you've even seen it can ruin it or make it right because a lot of people cannot take the fact that someone doesn't like something they 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 like you know what i mean some bro, people what are you get saying, god what are you saying were you saying this is bad bro what are you saying yeah no some people get super emotional right and they get offended right bro you know unless it's your mom it's your hard work or it's your family or it's your boys or if it's your favorite party no i doesn't fucking matter no but i see it, i see it all the time it's like um if you like this then, like, dude, what the fuck, right? Or, it like, it sometimes... It's like sometimes a company, right, will go in a different direction, and people support it, and the people who support that way the company's going, you know, will get shit on people who don't support it. And then you, you generally see this, like, super toxic nature, or sometimes it's even something as small or as, like, this is better. And it's like, no, I think both are different, right? Because they, they try to make things that are completely subjective and make it objective, right? And I always think back to it, like, there are things that I know people dislike, people hate, and I, I don't give a fuck, right? It's like, I guess a good example is, like, me liking really hot cereal. People think that's disgusting. People have said that's disgusting. People hate it. I don't care. I like it, right? I thought it was just kind of funny at first. Yeah, no, but I, okay. dude, I got okay. so much I was shit a little bit weird out, but I was like, yeah, you know what? That's kind of wild. I like it. No, but like, I, I, I would get, I, through my whole life, I got shit for that, right? But I've seen it where someone doesn't like a movie someone likes and they fucking go on a fucking breakdown, right? How <laughs> dare you feel this way? Right? Because like, sometimes people will be super high, but like, oh, this happened, this happened, this happened. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, it's okay, right? And then be like, what do you mean it's just okay? And it's like, it is weird, right? Sometimes it's okay. Like, what do you want me to say? You want me to say it's good? You want me to suck? You want me to flatiate it? I want to do that. How about you suck me off? Yeah, because like I think what I look, what I call it, I call it being human. The fact that we're all just different, we can like different things. I feel like that's a good thing, but it's weird that people want people to just like the same things they like, or if they they feel like if you dislike something they they like, you dislike them, and it doesn't make any sense. Right. I mean, like, okay, there are some things where I could say that I could see why they could get upset. Like, let's say if it's a clear thing about your, your root or, or your identity, right? I mean, it's it's if someone told me they didn't like Oxtail, I wouldn't I wouldn't care. I actually wouldn't I wouldn't give a shit. That's like so heavy into like Jamaican culture. I would not care. Yeah, I wish I had good Oxtail. You got me hungry now, bro. Yeah. I mean, no, I know what you mean, right? If it's something super personal to you, right? But like sometimes it's just personal to you. It doesn't have to be personal to someone. I, I, I mean, like personal. Like let's say if it's like your identity, right? Mm. Like, uh, like, or let's say it's your like a culture, your religion, right? You know, 
Like it's I mean like if you're if you're talking about someone just being like a bigot, that's that's completely different. I suppose. I don't know. But that people equate people equate it to that. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. I mean it's like if someone Yeah, like if someone was just like I don't know, like I guess if someone was saying something like racist to you, that's that's really different. I'm I'm thinking more about things that are like but like you they, have no they, control they, of. I have no control. Of. No, yeah, they equate it to that. Like, they will take their, they will, they will elevate their hobbies, their politics, their opinions to the same level as like their fundamental nature, right? Yeah, I, I guess it's it's kind of. I and guess it kind of goes every, down like, to like they'll take the fact that people don't like it existentially, right? Yeah, I guess it kind of goes back to like toxic fan bases, right? Where it's like this is the best, and it's, it's like, like I really don't care, fans. right? Cause like right back to our boy Omni, uh, so toxic fake fans. <laughs> oh no, uh, Omni's not a toxic person. No, 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 I'm, I'm just fucking. Just... I'm clowning him. No, no, yeah. he, 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 he's so soft spoken. I don't think this guy has. I don't think this guy would hurt a fly. To be honest. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a good he's a good person, but obviously it's like that criticism. Right? Like he yeah, was the guy who saw the glue girl and he was like felt bad for her. Meanwhile, people were like lambasting her. I just thought she was stupid. No, I was thought you. Know, I thought it was a bitch dumb. I felt. I thought. I thought. She, I. I. Like I felt bad for it too, but also just thought like. Oh, I didn't feel that bad. I was like. I was just thought. Bitch, was like really what stupid. part did you not get? Of do not apply, on X Y Z. Yeah. You like got, like yeah. What's on Omni? My my criticism is that. It just comes off less genuine when, you get hyped for something, but there's. It's kind of clear that you, you're not in that realm as much as you say you are, even to a surface level, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Right? It's not, and again, it's not me like dissing on and stuff like that. It's just I've seen it so many times watching this stuff that it just comes off really weird. It's peculiar to say right? that. And then it kind of turns into like, pandering right and it's like is pandering bad and i would say it's not bad but then it just doesn't come off as you're genuine on something right because when you say you like something now i have to second guess of like do you really like it or you're just trying to impress me right yeah what y'all feel about for real yeah it's kind of like it's kind of like when you make a list. It's like, for example, when we were making our game list or our and our, our anime list, right? There are going to be things on there that people are going to say shit, people are not going to like, but it shows that you're not just like... It's like it's like it's, if you made like an, a fucking anime list and you said your favorite anime was like... Like, I don't know, like, just, you go on, type in top five any my anime list animes and it was just that then it would just feel like well i mean i, I doubt they could even tell you why they like it yeah no i mean like it's like when someone shows that they like something that people just don't care about but they have put in the time to really enjoy it i think that's good right because re believe it or not if something wasn't out there for someone to enjoy or if someone didn't enjoy making it it probably wouldn't be out there right even if the fan base is small, someone's going to like it. And if someone that you think has really good taste likes something that you consider shit, doesn't mean that their taste is bad, right? Good taste just means that that person... I don't think good taste exists. I think good taste is just... You can have similar taste with someone, 
right? But having good taste in something is completely fucking subjective, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're going to say someone has good taste if they just like the same thing that you like. That's all you're trying to say, right? Yeah, that's true. Right? Because I'm not, like, for example, like, I don't I don't like mech anime, right? But you if, what? No. <laughs> right? But if someone... Like, I, I have plenty of friends who do not, would never touch a mech anime. They don't even give a shit when I talk about it. Some people I know just would hate it. Even, like, there's some people who, okay, there's some people who manifest their dislike in very jerkish ways. Like, so you can't even talk about the things you like in some people, with some people, right? Yeah, I mean, like, a good example is, like, I've said I don't like mech anime, but you've, you've talked to me about, like, Gundam stuff, and I've even talked to you about stuff. Like, I've talked to you about, like, um, Thunderbolt. I've even asked you questions about Thunderbolt, like, you know, the guy who's, like, quadriplegic. The stuff, or I've, and I've seen, and I've seen. Yeah, don't get, don't give up all the sauce to everyone yet. <laughs> nah, and I've, I've seen some, and I've seen clips. I've watched histories. I've learned lessons. I've, I've asked stuff about like, um, what are they called? New, new psych, or what's it called? New types. New types, right? I, I've looked into the stuff of some, right? So it's like, even though I said, hey, I don't. Huh? It's an interesting universe, even if you're not a fan of like mechs themselves. It's yeah. still an interesting. It's the series has some interesting things to say. Uh, yeah, because like I would say for me, it's like it's clear I don't like mech anime, but at the same time, I can't say I don't like mechs. I have Gundam, and I've clearly done like some extent of research into the series. Right, I'm just not really that into mech anime. And even me and you, we've talked and geeked out about like Eureka Seven, which is a mech anime. But I don't like mech anime, right? So it's like, yeah, like there's there's always a subversion, and it's not that people are defined by one thing, right? Yeah, right. Because like I look at mech anime, it's just a medium of a way to tell a story, right? And maybe I like learning about mech through a different thing, right? Because I loved Gundam Warriors, right? I played it all the time. That was one of my favorite games. Oh God, that's an old game, bro. Yeah, that was one of my favorite games. Anytime it was available at Blockbuster, I would I would order it and I would play it, right? I loved. You know, it's just that I consume mech content a little different than people who like mech content, right? But sometimes, you know, if I say I don't like mech anime, there's someone out there who's going to get fucking pissed off and say... <laughs> Maybe this is why people don't like mech anime, because you guys are <laughs> fucking spurred out. Right? Make and it easy, man. You know, you know, I take it, I take it, I take, you know, when people say they don't like this, I don't take it too badly. You know why? What that means there's less people there. That means it's a tighter fan base. That means you know it's a, the people who appreciate it for what it is are genuine. They're not people who fake who are riding it, right? Yeah, and like I said, like when people like I remember someone asked me, like, you don't like mecha anime, but you like you like Darling and the Franks, and I'm like, yo, man. So yeah, I can so I can't like I can't have exceptions. Yeah, I mean like Darling and the Franks a mech anime, but like no one talks about the fucking mech. No one gives a shit about the mechs. No one cares about the mech. Right, it's like Guilty Crown is a fucking mech anime. That shit it has like two... I don't remember to be honest. See, that shit in in the whole twenty four episode series, that shit has like tw- ten minutes of mechs. Yeah, t- just ten, only ten. <laughs> no, because like there's the blonde haired guy who's pilots a mech, who's like fucking crazy, and then there's a wheelchair girl who pilots a mech, right? And the guy literally fights mech like ninety nine percent of the time, right? People piloting giant robot right but like you can't watch i guess for me when it comes to mech shows is that i associate it i associate it that it's going to be like 50 percent about mechs and then i sleep 
right? I mean, but, I don't. I can't tell you much about it. About some mechs, some it is, some it isn't. It depends, right? Yeah, no, that's what I think. I assume it's going to be fifty-fifty. It's like when people tell me to watch Code Geass, and I'm like, I don't really want to watch it because it looks like a mech anime, right? Maybe, it it is know. a Gundam in disguise. I will say that, but you know what? I'll give it credit. It's very brief. The mechs don't matter that much. They're plot devices rather yeah. than actual main focuses, right? Yeah, I watched like the first ten minutes. And I got bored. <laughs> I, I will give it. I'll give it a chance eventually. There's no rush, but uh, trust me, there's no rush. There's a I, as soon as you start talking about Call of Duty, yes, I'll start ranting about why I feel about the series. Yeah, and it's, it's a classic, but it's a fucking mess. Yeah, but like that's the thing. Like when people, when I didn't, when I, I didn't watch Darling of Franks, and when my cousin told me about Darling of Franks, there was no time where he even fucking brought up the mechs. Clearly, they didn't matter. And I watched the show, and they never mattered. There's no point where you actually ask about the lore of the mechs. You know, honestly, they could have took the mechs out and would have made a difference. They don't even bring up the fact why the main, like the main crew, have different colorful mechs while everyone else has like the same, the same thing. Generic models. Yeah, they don't. They don't even bring it up. They just do it, right? Well, well, welcome to Mecca, dude. I still think the worst take. This one, like, mutual friend between me and my uh. It was like a f- it was a friend of like me and my girlfriend, and this girl said, "Oh man, when I heard this take, I got I was like, nah, you, you're taking a piss." When they told this me this is a uh, Arctic cold. When they told me that Kill a Kill was a magical girl anime, I was like, "What? Well, in what way? In what way? In what way?" They also Ooh, said they also said it was a no 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 no. They didn't say it was a magical girl anime. They said it was a mech anime. My bad. In which country? Because the clothes is the same. Wearing those clothes was the same as wearing a fucking mech. And they went on a whole thing saying how it was a mech anime. And I was like, what the fuck? No, they said some other show was a magical girl anime. And then I think they said that Kill a Kill was a mech anime. What they on? And I was I like, I want to smoke what they are. I want to also say they said that Dororo opening two is better than Dororo opening one. Cap. 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 Get out of my house. I'd be like, get the fuck out of my house. You they, 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 like, look, you can like what you like, but they had the fucking worst takes I've ever heard. I, I don't even know how you can make an argument that Kill a Kill is a mech anime. What, what can I, you I, even I, say? I don't know where you get off saying this, though. <laughs> I'm not going to let you sit there and badmouth. <laughs> They said because their clothes was made out of technology, therefore it's a mech anime. And I'm like, what? It's just fucking thread. Thread. It's just thread. You know, I guess it, it technically, then what would Ava be? <laughs> a mech anime. <laughs> Is it a mech anime? That that Ava's not a robot, though. Huh? Ava's aren't robots. I don't know. Don't spoil Ava for me. <laughs> it transforms a mech anime. Huh? Is Transformers a mech anime? No, no, no. Transformers aren't are mech. I'm no, pretty, like, I'm pretty so sure to be a mech. They're a robot more than people driving them. Are they mechs? No, they're not mechs. I'll tell you what. <laughs> when Optimus Prime ripped off and said, giving your face to that one guy, I was like, yeah, this is look, look, look. I'll, I'll give Power Rangers the mech pass. I can't give Transformers. The reason why I won't give Transformers is because, like, they they kind of alive, you know. They 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 people. <laughs> they they people. 
they people. They cyber people. They cyber people exactly. Doesn't doesn't like fucking Optimus Prime have like a fucking like father, grandfather or something? I I don't know. I I thought Transformers are built, bro. No, in the in in the movie they were talking about how they're like there's like the prime fucking line. Oh yeah, yeah, like but it's more like an inherited thing, you're chosen. Oh, okay. I yeah but like no nah, i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't call that because i i, I like well like for the me a mech a mech was megatron <laughs> my little brother was megatron no <laughs> we were once brothers megatron <laughs> but yeah but yeah like yeah i guess when it, it do people do get upset it's like, yeah, if a bad adaptation comes out and someone likes that adaptation, people would be like, yo, what the fuck's wrong with you, right? And, and some people get really serious because they're like, I guess a lot of people are like fucking babies and they have like, change this shit now or I'm never supporting you. And it's like, well, this is the last shit that's coming out. This is the last thing. Just just go home. Just, just, <laughs> just this go home. This, just, this ain't getting any better. Just go home. It ain't, gonna, it, it ain't peaking anymore. You ain't gonna go anywhere else at this point. But yeah, well, well, well any any last comments on uh, adaptations? Um, I'd say um, when you find out, try to look into something and see if it's an original thing or not. Right. Hmm. Uh, and also, don't be afraid to check out the originals to compare them because you, you might notice some interesting things and you might actually access something even better. Because sometimes a bad adaptation is a good gateway to something better. Yeah, that's fair. You know, uh, yeah. don't write off like the bad thing. Like, I'm pretty sure most people who saw the bad Cinderella, I don't know, was it bad or not? I, I, I don't know. I people. I don't. I don't think people watched it, but I think it was. I think the trailer showed enough that people were like, "I'm not watching." <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it was the fact that it's like, you know what Cinderella is, and then it, when you see like you see your fairy godmother is a black gay guy, and Cinderella is a independent business. You know, if you think about it, that's actually cool. that's actually racist. That's actually fucking offensive as fuck calling a gay man a fairy. Oh no. But it's not only that, it's also the fact that, you know, Cinderella is a independent businesswoman who wears a suit to the ball who don't need no man. And it's like... Okay, so then how are, are our sisters still treating her like shit and so is her mom? Yeah. Okay, if she's so independent, why the fuck is she with her family still? She has, like, her own, like, closing line. She's trying to get set up and it's like... And you understand, this is still, like, based on, like, like the same time period, right? So I, I feel like, and it's like a musical, there's dances. I think what happened was people looked at that and are like, I, it, it just okay. looks, it just looks way too fucking grabby, right? It's just, this ain't it, Chief. Maybe, maybe it's kind of, I think it's also more that Cinderella is kind of like that saying you would show to like your four-year-old, five-year-old, six-year-old, right? Because like, and and I feel like sometimes people are like, okay, right? But it's like maybe you don't want to show that to your 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 younger kid, 
because it feels more not I guess not political, but it, it feels it feels like it's showing off a different message. And it's like I just want to show my kid the classics. Honest, right? if you want your kids to have a real like proper understanding, go buy them Rachel Brothers Grimm. Uh, okay. go go buy them a collection. I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't even think the Brothers Grimm was really meant for kids. To be honest, now, what you mean is a children's story. Bill Bill's character. You know, I read the Pied Piper as a kid, and that traumatized me. The what? The Pied Piper of Hamelin. Wait, what's you heard what? that story? No, I happened. Well, no, I like. Well, I'm not gonna throw in the fucking podcast, but like, you know, it's one of those stories where like kids fucking die. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if they die, but okay, it's, okay. I'll give you a rundown. Basically, there's this person. There's this like, pi, there's this, this person who plays like a pickle piccolo. Yeah. Right. You know, they come by villages, play them, and the kid joins the piper, and they walk along with them, and then he. This is just like a very bad rundown of it, by the way. I'm sorry, it's been years. Um, and he leads all these kids throughout Germany, through all the villages, to I think some place, and there's a door there, and they fall in against that door, and when that door shuts, it disappears. Oh, and that's it. And it's like, where do the kids go? What happened to them? Now, somehow, my little autistic mind was like deeply worried about those children. Those children are gone. The dawn. They the book says they said they never like appeared again. They disappeared. And I was like, oh, that's not that's not that's not good at all. Yeah, Hamlin. Uh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. So basically, he got screwed over by like uh, the people. So he takes out his uh, thing by stealing all their children. Oh, okay. And he kills them, I guess. Or I, we don't know if he kills them, kidnaps them, does whatever the fuck he does with them. It's really disturbing. Yeah. Uh,. So, yeah, I, I think, yeah, it's Brothers Grimm. Apparently, this is allegedly from the story from like 1283. That's how old some of these stories get. But they're how long are they? They're not that long. They're like little folk tales, right? Okay, okay. Like, yep. It's a collection, right? Like a thousand and one nights are stories that are older than fucking dirt. But, you know, they're still <laughs> part of this large collection, right? You've heard a thousand one nights, right? It sounds familiar, but I've right, you know, Aladdin, Sinbad. Wait, Aladdin? Yeah, it's from there. Oh, really? Yeah, these are these these collections wait, wait, of wait, classic wait. stories. Aladdin's from the Brothers of Grimm? No, he's not. He's a he's a fucking Oh, is it like a collector a collection of authors? It's a collection of uh, folk tales from the East, right? From China, India, Arabia, and the Middle East, right? Is is Aladdin, like, really dark one? Okay, well, A Thousand One Nights is also called Arabian Nights. Uh, you know, like... Yeah, like, Aladdin's from there, right? Okay. Is it, like... Are they all, like, gruesome? Eh, some of them are. Some of them aren't, right? Okay. Is how How accurate is Aladdin? It's pretty fair. Pretty fair, okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, the thing about it is, um, 
it, you think of it like the Brothers Grimm, except it's less. It's not trying to be grim. It's just trying to be more of just like cool. It's just trying to be like legends, you know, a bit more, a bit more fantastical, right? No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah. So you never heard of Alibaba and the Forty Thieves? No. Oh Jesus! Wow, I forget people don't know these things. My bad. No, it's not even your bad. It's just like I forget this is not in people's common things, right? But yeah, Thousand One Nights, I recommend it. These are all classic stories, right? This is this is more like from. You ever heard of the Aesop's Fables? Aesop's Fables. Fables. No. Oh Jesus, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, no, that's fine. To be fair, um, Aesop is like a is apparently he's a he's a he's like an assumed writer of all these stories, right? But it's just a collection of them, right? Yeah. Uh, I think I think he's the one who like, you ever heard of the scorpion and the frog? That sounds familiar. Yeah, all these things. Like, you, there's a lot of people who wrote like all these little stories. Some of them are like anonymous. A lot of them are collections, right? You know, Hans Christian Andersen, you know, he, he wrote a lot of tragic stories too, right? You know The Little Mermaid? Yeah, I know The Little Mermaid. Like the classic one? It. The original? Is it different from the Disney one? Oh, it's it's way more depressing. What happens? Uh, should I tell you? Yeah, tell me. Ariel dies. Fucking, she dies. How? Because she never got to, she never found her love, so she turned into, she just turned into like nothing. She just died. Oh shit! Uh, so she never got to stay on land, and she died. She courted him for a little while, but she couldn't bring him in. Um, yeah, so that's a lot of these adaptations, and you know, sometimes I don't know. Like I like them for their original nature, but that's just because I'm I'm a sick person. No, that's fair. You know, you know what surprised me the other day? Yeah, I found I I didn't know Tupac. Uh, I remember someone was saying like Tupac's part of the Twenty Seven Club, and then. Turns out Tupac died at 25. Oh, that was young. What the fuck? I didn't realize he was that young. I thought he was like in his no. early 30s at least. No, 25. He died at 25. 25. Man, imagine me that influential of being so young. Yeah, he, he was at the top at a really young-ass age. And I, yeah, I was surprised. I, I was just surprised. You know, Alexander the Great has conquered the known world at fucking mid twenties. <laughs> Yo, man, twenties are kind of OP. I my twenties have been bad. <laughs> what do you mean? You tell me you don't own half of the the Asia, the Asia Perlithia? Twenty five dollars. I mean, twenty five. Age twenty five. Let me just conquer the world. I just beat everybody. <laughs> Huh? I mean, Drake said 25 living on 25 mil. You, you mean you're not up there? Okay. Sorry, I saw this interruption. No, uh, no, I said Drake said uh, he was 25 living on 25 mil. You telling me you're not up there with him? Drake's living on more than 25. Well, no, he's only goes 25. That, that's what he says in his song. 25 living on 25 mil. I can believe that, honestly. Dude, the guy... I mean, now he says, you know, last two years ago, he was saying he had like 500 mil. And the thing that's weird about Drake, some reason is his net worth hasn't updated online for like the last like six years. Probably because he wants to keep it that way. Nah, he recently, in one of his songs, like, don't Google my net worth. That shit's way off. 
I think that's the point, though. That's the point. Like he wants to, he wanted to kept it for a bar. Well, he doesn't update it. People look into it, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Drake's shooters make sure people can't look into it. <laughs> Somebody had to take on Nipsey Hustle. I'm joking. Someone had to take it on. Yeah, I was like, how is his net worth? Yeah, because I remember like five or six years ago, or, or longer than that. I think, yeah, I think it was like back when I was in high school. They said that like the weekend made like 80 something million in one year, and Drake made like 112. And I was like, what the hell? I could believe that. I mean, Abel Testify is a popular artist, but Drake's far more popular. Dude, Drake basically has there was a t- like a st- statistic. Statistics. Um, it said that Drake brings in four hundred million dollars in tourism to Toronto, and I was like, "What the fuck? Like, what are you gonna come here and see? You gonna look at like the harbor front? Like, legit, if you search up like tourism Toronto, it's literally just water base. Go to Ontario, place. <laughs> you know, like, uh, it, it was so stupid. I thought I'm like, where's this money coming from? Still a tax scam. <laughs> it's also taxes. Yeah, well, that's that's enough for today. Uh, yeah. we'll, don't worry, we'll have Drake. We'll have uh, this will be like T dots goon scrap. We'll we'll have Drake on here as well. Yeah, and I guess wait, when does the Tokyo Game Show start? I think it's in two weeks from now, probably. Presumably, okay. I don't know. Okay, uh, I guess we'll talk about prediction next time. A lot of interesting games I've been missing, but you know it's fine. Yeah, take things at your own pace. I do need an upgrade. I think I might need to upgrade my hardware soon. Yeah, I mean, hopefully soon. I, I did send you that, that that mic. Hopefully we can, you know, bring the podcast to the next level. But this was the New Call Podcast. See you next week for another engaging episode. Au revoir. Au revoir.